Man, Master of the Universe. No, I was He Man for a time. When were you He Man? <laughs> you don't need the context. All you need to know is I am. Name. I guess I'm name. <laughs> Nimrod. <laughs> That's how I'll remember it. Nimrod. Mm-hmm. And how do I find out? Do I? Uh, I guess I just read this stuff here and see what I can do, right? Yes. Or you could ask questions. So, who else is someone different tonight? Everyone. Everyone but you. No, the dungeon master's still a different person. I'm technically always different, cause I'm everyone. Exactly. I'm gonna do the same thing that we do every night. <laughs> Try to take over the world. So, who is Jessica? Jessica is a 13-year-old high school student from Burleson, Texas. Excuse me, I'm not in high school. Ruh-roh. Is 13 not old enough for high school yet? No. Not even next year, Derek. <laughs> oh, well, what do I know? I'm old fart. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I didn't go to high school in this country. That's always my excuse when they're like, oh, you're a junior and you're a sophomore. And you're, I don't know what that means. Are you doing GCSEs or A-levels? Exactly. <laughs> Have you taken your owl yet? <laughs> Talking about like homecoming and all the rest of it. I'm going, what does that even mean? Okay, let me introduce myself. <gasps> She's excited to introduce herself. We've delayed long enough. Go for it. Who are you? I can't do that voice for that long. Okay, I'm Clef. I'm a bard this time. Yay! I'm really tiny. Why are you tiny? Because I'm a pixie. The other option was to be a gnome. A gnome. You're not a gnome. I based your character profile off a gnome. Exactly. I know there's pixie profiles out there for those people on the internet. I did, uh, I, I, I have the book. I used the book. I, I skinned a gnome and turned it into a pixie. I like it. Tippy, who are you playing this week? I am Awen, the lady, paladin dragonborn. No, you're just the lady. The lady, yes. Along with my trusty sidekick. What did you name him? Dang it. Rain. <laughs> rain. I was like, mist? <laughs> nope. It's Rain, the rain. blue the hippogriff. <laughs> blue hippogriff. <laughs> I'm sorry, kids, but this is my Final Fantasy. Precisely. <laughs> also, yes, I hate that. So, this is D&D Tonight. We're a family of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcasters that got trapped in the shadow fell and had to have someone come rescue them. Because we're absolutely useless. <laughs> oh my god. We are normally pretty useless. My Texas family likes to eat dinner during the game. Dad likes to... Excuse me? eat dinner just before the game, and then wander around aimlessly until I tell him what he should do next. That's true. (laughs) This is episode 68. It is episode 68. And tonight, we're going to open up with giving you all experience. Ha, just kidding. It doesn't matter. You don't have to track track experience right now. But, Eowyn, I seem to remember last week... Wait, no, what did we do last week? What happened to you guys? I was... Doing my dance of Bahamut, 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 and went into a crease in space-time continuum. Yay, space! And then talked to not Roll Argald, Argal the dragon. 
who needed my help. Obviously, because he was dying. To save our friends. Friends that we don't know. Half the party doesn't know. In another, in the Shadowfell. I then went into the... A different space-time continuum? With Rain, and found my latest friends. Cleef. Are you going to pronounce my name wrong on purpose? Clef? Clef and Neem. Who are native Feywild creatures. And they have agreed to join my quest. So I can stop doing the bed sheets. Exactly. So you don't have to stay at home with mom. <laughs> yes, and Clef decided that it would be better to go off into the world and find the next great adventure instead of doing his mother's bedsheets. Make her suffer! <laughs> so, after making short work of an owl bear, I believe? Yes. Y'all headed back to sleep by Argal who was unconscious or recovering on the side of, in the material plane, what would be, oh no, the White Cliffs of Dover. What did I call them? The Dwarven Cliffs. Aberdeen. Get there eventually. <laughs> and now we get back to- Been a while since we've heard that name! Now we get back to where we were, just a short moment to go. Awen, I seem to remember that you mentioned last time something about wanting to try and heal- Argal, before you went to bed and recovered all of your stuff, did you do that? Yes. Hmm. So, do you... What does it look like? I'm going to say the others are asleep. You're about to bed down. What does it look like as you go to use your divine paladin powers to transfer some health back into this sleeping dragon beside you? Bahamut, Bahamut, Bahamut! She does a little dance, folks. The song sounds very similar to the Tetris theme. Are you sprinkling herbs? Now she's dancing like an Egyptian. Exactly, like an Egyptian. And then we raise the hand up into the air. As you raise your hands up into the air, you feel divine energy flow through you from the strength of the great platinum dragon. Mm. You can see the healing powers pass from your clawed hands into Argal's wounds, and they slowly start to stitch back together. The flow of blood from the open gashes comes to a stop, and you can hear a voice in your mind. Thank you, Paladin. You need not worry for me. I have sent for a friend. They should be able to restore me enough to travel. Mm. All right. He knows everyone. <laughs> and then, Eowyn, you bed down for the night. Everyone roll perception checks for me. Excuse me. I don't like that. What don't you like? Well, I should probably have dice, too. Perception? Mm-hmm. What sort of perception? When he wants everyone to roll something, it normally ends up. You're eaten by a snake? Yeah. <laughs> Heaven forbid you have to play the game. It always ends bad when you play the game. <laughs> I have rolled a 17. Bang. Plus perception. I don't have any perception. So just a 17 for me. No perception. Just a 10 for me. Clef! Neem rolled a 10. Clef, what did you roll? 14. 14. Awen, 
You wake in the morning to the sound of hooves impacting the ground. Uh-oh. The other two of you are still asleep. The sound is faint and in the distance. Hey, when it's hard to make out where the sound is coming from, you can hear the sound of hooves getting closer, but even with your vantage point on the top of the cliff, you can't quite pinpoint where the sound, where the source of the sound is. Roll another perception check. Thirteen. And what are you talking about? Yeah. I can get on rain and, and fly up into the air. Okay, roll it again. I'll give you advantage. Four. <laughs> it's good. It's a good job. Good job. You can't roll t- in the teens three times in a row. You, I mean, you, this is you tried. Vegas. You tried. It's it's good. You get on rain, you wake rain, and you fly up into the sky. Roll a perception check for rain since you woke up rain, and he is a different kind of beast. Thirteen. So you go up into the sky, and you can't quite make out. It's hard to hear the hear the sound of the hooves over the wind because now you're flying. But as you look down on the ground, you see a kind of like a white kind of blur. It's like the area around it, you can't quite make out. Like when you try to focus in on it, it seems like it disappears into the surrounding. Like your eyes don't want to look where it is. There's an illusion. And it's coming towards y'all's camp at the top of the cliffs. It's it's not necessarily like an illusion, but it, it kind of looks like a mirage as it slowly gets closer to the uh, to, to the place where you guys slept. What do you want to do? I guess I'll wake my friends up. All right. I'm awake. Cool. So how do you go about doing that? I have a feeling. I have this, this strange feeling that Awood really likes to dance. <laughs> Just imagine. It's the greatest thing in the world. A dancing dragon board. I mean, come on. That's awesome. With a giant, great big two-handed great sword. Exactly. It's like a, the dancing of the sword. Um, deadly and graceful. Fire bender. Okay, what? Friends, it is time to wake. I hear hooves on the moon. <clears throat> All right, the other two of you. What do you want to do? There's hooves. On the moon. Eat the hooves. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know. I always go to like that, and I don't even care. I don't. I don't know what to do. Don't ask me. I tried to see if I could see what is coming, but I was unable to. Well, whose problem is that? Just means you have bad eyesight. <laughs> Are there any trees around? Are there? So the area around the cliff, there's this white mossy stuff that looks kind of like snow, but it's moss, not snow. And the trees are kind of like big cotton plants. So they've got these white puffs all over them. And they're more like, I want to say, bramble than actual trees. False snow. So you can't climb up the tree and look around to see how far away they are? Well, Awen did fly up in the air to take a look around and see how far away they were. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but she couldn't see him. You hear the sound of hoofbeats get louder and louder as Awen's explaining what's going on. And then all of a sudden, the sound stops. Yep. There's a flash of light nearby. You see radiant silver energy rush through Argal's body like a wave. His eyes snap open, his pupils suddenly constricting in the light. His eyes dart around rapidly for a moment before 
you hear a whinny? And Argal's form begins to shift and shrink. Within a moment, the battered form of a silver dragon is replaced by a small red panda floating in midair. What? Suddenly, you see a unicorn that was on the other side of him. The guy. With a rainbow horn. Yes. It rushes forward to catch the small form of the panda as it falls out of the air. And you hear, I won't let you poach my friends, scavengers. Oh. The moment that their forms touch, there's another flash, and the pair of them disappear. Oh, uh, uh, uh. Wait, who's called us scavengers? The unicorn? Yes. Because hmm. he doesn't know. Of course, you're right. He doesn't know. Um, you know, you should stage whisper, which means whisper like this so that people can hear that you're whispering. <laughs> yes, I know, but I am lazy. So what do you guys do? I imagine you're all very confused. Well, are they on horses? Well, I'm not confused. He called for a friend and that was his friend. Okay, so you're not confused. The other two might be very confused. I'm also not confused, but my character is confused. (laughs) In character, you don't know. I'm confused. So in character, what do you say for being confused? Confused. (laughs) Good job, Jessica. (laughs) Awen, do you elaborate? Please, explain in hyperboles only. Well, I hope that was Argyle's friend. I said explain in hyperboles. I don't know what a hyperbole is. Are you? Sounds to me like Clef's going to have to explain in hyperbole how hyperbole is. Excuse me, I don't have this prepared. What do you want me to do? Is that a lot of purple? What? Is that a lot of purple? I don't know either. You guys are... Hyperbole, I like it. <laughs> I hate it. So, I don't understand why I would be confused. Well, you might draw the conclusion that you drew, but no one else was awake when you heard what you heard, and then all of a sudden the giant dragon oh. just disappeared from before your eyes. I see. A hyperbole is an exaggerated statement or claim not meant to be taken literally. Okay, so do you explain what a hyperbole is in hyperbole? No, I only explain it in literal sense. Okay, guys. Wow. He's so smart. The dragon. No, no, you gotta explain it in hyperbole. I still don't know what it means. Exaggerate it. Hello, guys! (laughs) 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 You're getting there. Good, good, very good, very good. Yes, that was excellent. So, no, 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 no. okay. So, to exaggerate it, it's like Jessica, how about you explain what happened out of character so that Tiffany could do it in character? Yeah, okay. So, to exaggerate it, you could be like, the big dragon man said that he is calling for a friend. And he didn't say who the friend was, but the friend said, oh, hey, I'm the friend internally. And then the fr- and then the dragon was like, oh, hey, friend. And then we woke up and now the friend's here and the friend is gone. I, d- I don't know I if it's any clearer <laughs> now. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> not for me. Okay, let me give you an actual hyperbole. Like... My house is on flames when, well, in flames, when it's, there. there's only like a tree 
and it's just like a tiny speck of fire. Like, exaggerated. The dragon was this big. <laughs> yeah, like that. Kind of like that. Just exactly. And he told me last night yeah. that uh-huh. he had called a friend. He called what kind of friend? He didn't say. No, no, like he called. The dragon called the unicorn <laughs> to come and help him with his injuries and traveling. That's not, you're not doing it right. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you what happened. I'm trying to teach you a lesson in trickery. This is going down in history. Neem, what do you do with this display in front of you? You're allowed to uh, not care. If you want to be a villain number one, you have to chase a superhero on the run. Wow. Well, I, I'm lost. <laughs> no one knows what a hyperbole is. Well, where where did you learn hyperbole? School. They teach that nowadays. Yes. And what is the use of hyperboles? To exaggerate? Yes. And not pay attention to it? No, you're supposed to exaggerate and not take it to take it lightly. Yes. I guess. Okay. That's the best I'm going to get out of you guys. You don't know what a hyperbole is. Neem is a barbarian with, well, I can't say he has low intelligence because he rolled fantastic. But his intelligence is his lowest stat still. So he probably doesn't care. (laughs) It doesn't involve uh, barbarian things. So it's not really important to him. Anyway, adventurers, you should set off on our quest. Do not fear for Argal. He is in good hands. Okay. Is he staying behind or is he going with us? He's He's going with his friends, right? He got turned into a red panda and then disappeared. Oh, my God. So we're going to leave you guys for a moment. And one mile away, after teleporting a great distance instantaneously, there's a conversation going on. Between a red panda and a unicorn. They had to go a mile away so we couldn't hear? No, they teleported away. Because they were... you. Anyway. <laughs> Hyperboles! <laughs> now, what'd you okay. go do that for? Well, I had to get you away from those those terrible scavengers. They were going to steal your scales and, and take your blood. <laughs> no, no, those... Those were the adventurers that I had picked to go and save my other adventurers who got trapped in the Shadowfell. Oh, well, I didn't know, did I? Mm-hmm. British. Those Brits, they just jump off the bridge when they don't have to. So what's he going to do now? Is he going to come back to us or not? Uh, he, uh, you, you don't know. He's a mile away, being carried off by a unicorn. If you remember from last week, he said he had to go talk to some court somewhere. And explain what was going on. Actually, I guess only Awen would know that. Cancel. So, what are you guys gonna do now that you're on your own on the top of these cliffs? That the soil is pink and the grass is white. So. Wow. Do we set off southwest? Oh my god. Was that the direction he told us to go? That is the direction. But you were the only one who got it, I believe. He did, yes. We just set off? In a southwesterly direction. All right. Do you guys have anything you need to do before you head off for the day? I'm exaggerating. 
on your be- on your giant adventure, headed out on the most grandiose of directions. I'm proud you're exaggerating, but no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all break camp. Put out the. I don't know if you had a fire. We break the camp down. It no longer exists. As you head out, walking on the path to chase after the missing adventurers, you take a better look around. Despite the damage from the dragon battle, this landscape is still beautiful. And the rainbow light of the sunrise that goes on for hours, the pink earth beneath your boots is almost luminescent. The soft white moss and grasses spring gently underfoot. Ahead of you, down the cliffside, you can see that the grass changes to a rich green, and the trees are tall with leaves only at the peak of their trunks that spreads out flat. Unlike the twig-like large bushes making mounds of white with their unusual cotton-like leaves. Awen, as you start traveling this morning, roll me a d20. 13. Awen. Seems to be my lucky number today. I'm fine. You seem well-rested, and you are eager to get some ground behind you. I have a question. You said Awen. Yes. Is Jessica Awen? Tiffany. No. Is Awen. Tiffany. I thought Tiffany was paladin. She is a paladin named Awen. She is a lady dragonborn. Oh my god. Okay. (laughs) Are you all right? Awen. Are you good? (laughs) I wrote Awen, but then I wrote paladin, so I okay. Yeah. Jessica is Clef, Mm -hmm. who is a pixie with little tiny pixie wings. And a little tiny pixie outfit that looks, mm-hmm. ironically, very similar to her tracer costume. Mm. Oh, wow. Wonderful. You know what? Like, give it bells. Enough. Make me irritating. Give it bells? Make you irritating? She's a, uh, a bard, so she has several musical instruments that she can pull out and make noise during the course of the adventure. Wait, 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 wait. Oi, 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 oi. have it with me. She has to go get her musical instrument now because I reminded her. Yeah. <laughs> She's forgotten her bardiness. I mean, it was all she asked for. I figured I'd give it to her. Oh, right. Well, it's very confusing. I told her yesterday, like, where's the music? Is Paladin a horse or a four-legged creature? Oh, my God. A Paladin is a knight of the round table. Okay. Or a knight of the crusades would be a Paladin. Okay. I got it. Someone who has a uh, lofty religious ideal that drives their devotion to some cause. All right. Got it. All right. Are we done making a bunch of noise? I like to think it looks like this. Cool. Is that on your phone? Excellent. Thank you. A dragonborn paladin. For the viewers at home, she is showing a picture of a dragonborn paladin from Google Image Search. I'm sure you (laughs) can find one similar. (laughs) <laughs> she picked a brass dragon with um, some small frills on its head and some heavy armor. All right. The trees ahead are tall and have leaves that spread out only at the top of their trunks. At the base of the tall trees, there are mounds of grass built up around. You see rabbits are rushing around in the morning light. Some are roughhousing and playing, knocking each other over until they notice your approach. At which point they dart to unseen holes at the base of the trees where they disappear. Their little heads reappear again, poking out of knot holes and from atop leafless branches around the middle of the trees, looking down at you as you go by. Proceeding further into the woods ahead, you find a small bridge going over a slow-moving river of sweet-smelling liquid. There are some flowers in the grass around the stream, which seem to be humming. <laughs> the flowers are humming? <laughs> 
that's not humming. No, that is aggressive humming. So technically, it's still so humming. Sweet smelling liquid, like what? Honey. That's what I was. Rip thinking. off honey. Honey. Yes, it seems like the river is flowing slower than water. It might be a honey-like substance. Molasses. <laughs> it could be. Humans are slower than molasses. From flowers. As you continue approaching, you notice that the flowers are growing larger. Oh dear God! Great, I love life. As we walk along, in case you weren't larger. small enough. <laughs> yep, the flowers are growing larger. It's time for Piranha Plant to make his grand appearance. Woogie boogie! Going a little further ahead still, it seems as if it isn't just the flowers that are getting bigger. At some point, you look back. And you suddenly find that all of you are about three inches tall. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Suddenly you hear a nearby flower say, To minimize thievery of our nectar harvesting, everyone must shrink before crossing the bridge. Huh. Shrink before crossing the bridge. Okay. (laughs) Don't steal the nectar. Ahead of you, you see a bridge and some very tall... Grass and big flowers. We shall cross the bridge. On your way to get to the bridge, you spot a pool of nectar going across your path. It smells super sweet and delicious. You have to cross it without getting stuck in this sticky substance. This is going to be a skill challenge. Everyone roll initiative. Skill challenge initiative. Now that's the Pokemon. Thing. <laughs> uh, 19. 16. 17. Dang. Okay. You were last with a 16? Crazy. Yeah, jeez. All right. Clef, you're up first. There is a sticky sweet substance in a pond across your path. How are you going to help the party to get across it? Wait, wait, do I really only have athletics and religion? That's it? I may have <laughs> forgot to give you the bonuses for being a dragonborn. And I may have forgotten to give everyone else all their other things, too. It looks like Cliff has some things. Okay, I will be right back as I go find the rule book. <laughs> Dad, do you have any bubbled-in things on the side of the page? Uh... Saving throw and antics, A N T L E. What about second word is? Athletics. I guess that's what it is. I've done a terrible job. And and uh, survival. That's it. Wow. <laughs> hmm. All right, I will find it. I didn't realize I picked a thing to do tonight and didn't finish your characters. Well, how did you get to the thing? Because he he started with mine. Oh. And I'm not smart either. <laughs> so you see, he started with mine. Yep. I have, so that's why I have a... <clears throat> got it. All I have is muscle. Performance, boys. And as far as weapons, I got to pick up a rock and hit somebody. Oh, it doesn't say that you have any more than that. That's all I have? No, I'm looking at the human, because that's what I based Neem on. I don't see any benefits. Very strange. Dragonborn, self-sufficient. 
This is what real D&D is like, everyone. You have to consult the book every ten seconds to figure out what to do. Consult the book! Languages. Ancestry, breath, weapon, damage resistance. Yeah, that may be it! (laughs) The gnome has... We have no tools. Hmm? You know the doom. You have advantage on all wisdom thingies, thingies, subraces, not rock gnome, ability score, speak with beasts. Did I miss a thing? So that everyone knows, my least favorite part of D&D is building characters, so having to build three of them was like torture. Yeah, I don't like the building of the characters either. I really wish there was an app that you could just push a button and make it happen. Randomize! But they uh, they want you to pay for the online D&D thing, which I forget what it is. Wes tried it, he hated it. It's no good. Dungeon Master, no is good. the liquid that we have to cross in front of the bridge... Yes, it is on the path to the bridge. Walk around it. All right, we're going to just do it. We're going to make our best with what we've got. We're going to have some terrible rules and see what happens. All right, so I have athletics and religion. Yep. Figure it out. (laughs) That's all I got. It doesn't mean you can't use other skills. It just means you don't get your proficiency bonus added in. Hmm. Clef, what do you want to do? I... Well, since I have acrobatics, I just want to acrobatics my way across the thing. You also have bard skills. Yeah, that's a thing I own. (laughs) I don't understand. Yeah, you can do bard things. Like, bards use music to make magic happen. So, do you want to do a bard thing, or are you just going to flit across this thing because you literally have wings? Yeah, that was the plan. Just fly across and just be like, screw you, I have wings. Okay, how are you going to help get the rest of the party across? Screw the rest of the party. Well, that's not how it works. They may suffer. That's how it worked in the past. Okay. Clef has flown across the little pond and is on the other side of it now, looking back at you guys like, what? You don't have wings? <laughs> Neem! I mean, if they don't have wings, that's their problem. Neem, hmm. it is you now. How are you going to try and help the rest of the party get across the thing? Hmm. Do, 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 do. We are number one. Are you considering Neem? Yes, I am. As Neem is taking in the challenge ahead, Awen, you notice that Rain is at the side of the little pond uh, and he starts licking at the liquid in the pond. So we can drink it? No. Wait, how big yes. is it? it? It's sweet. It's, um... It looks just like this. Well, that... Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess, kind of like that. It's blocking your path to the bridge. And it is fairly wide. Say, 40 feet wide? Whoa. 40 feet... Whoa. 40 feet wide. Yeah, it's a pretty big pond because you're very tiny. It's probably more like a... Oh, that's right. We're only three inches. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's probably more like a a splash. A puddle. But it's a big thing for a three-inch tall person. 40 feet? Yeah. That's a lot. It's a long way for a three-inch person. What are you going to do about it? We need a boat. Okay. You're three inches tall. There are some big leaves around you, and you still have a great axe. I certainly do. I guess I could go hack a tree down. Roll me a d20. Okay. 11. Add your athletics or strength. That would be four. 
Four plus two for proficiency. Neem, you knock down with your great axe. You take a couple of swings into a huge stick of grass. And it falls across the entirety of this pond, landing clear over on the other side with a pencil-thin tip. It seems like you could walk across it super easy. Hmm. There we go. A blade of grass. Who would have thought? And we're walking. All right. You start making your way across the bridge. You catch up to... The wing critter. Clef. Excuse me. <laughs> That's offensive. It's <laughs> offensive. <laughs> so you make your way across the pool. Rain jumps on the leaf and prances along behind you, happily licking at his lips. I guess he has no lips. L- licking at his beak. Hmm. And I will follow behind. On the other side of the pool of nectar, you see that ants are lined up to guard their path to the pond. Ants? Ant? Ants. Lots of ants. And they're huge in comparison to us. Well, they're, um, you're three inches tall, so they're like the size of big dogs. Big dogs. Is that right? Three inches tall. An ant would still be pretty darn big for three inches tall. I'm thinking of. They're the size of cats. Honey, I shrunk the kids. The ant was big in comparison to them. Yeah, but then you're not that small. That's really small. You're like three inches tall. So there's all these ants and they're gathering around the form of Clef, who has been sitting or floating, looking back at you as you've come across on a leaf since you don't have wings. Uh Oh, there's going to be trouble. They're lined up to guard their path to the nectar that is in this pond. When they notice you, they start trying to herd you back towards the pool to push you in. Eowyn, it's your turn. What are you going to do about it? They're going to push us into the pool? They start, they've locked into a line, and they're slowly marching forward, forcing you back towards the liquid that you will get stuck in. Hmm, what would be the point of that? (laughs) Do they have a lockstep? Okay, well... What skill would you like to use? What thing would you like to do? I could use religion. <laughs> to pray to no, the wait, gods. No, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What? No, 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 no. I have to say something. Hello there, Mr. Ant. Do you have a bit of time to talk about our Lord and Savior, Muhammad? <laughs> I want to tell you all the great things that he's going to do for you. <laughs> Participate in my religion. I'm just going to bore them to death. (laughs) If I convert them to my religion, they'll follow and help us. (laughs) We'll have an army of tiny little ants. (laughs) Hey, they could go in there and bite you and cause a nasty infection. Exactly. (laughs) Murder it! I was saying more along the lines of... I know, I know. I'm going to use religion to pray Pray to to the the God. God Muhammad... To dance, a rain dance. Rain them out. That's exactly the Tetris theme now. Uh, roll religion. He's gonna let you go through with it. Seventeen. Amazing. It does nothing. Plus proficiency, so plus two, plus... Do you have any... Uh, what is that under intelligence? 
I have no intelligence. So it's 19. Eowyn, what does your prayer say? Or is it literally just a rain dance? That was pretty good. As your rain dance continues, you stomp your heavy clawed feet into the ground and your armor clanks about making music and Clef pipes in with... What instrument is Clef using? What wind instrument do we want to say that is? Something. It's an ocarina. What you talking about? (laughs) Okay. Clef pipes in with some kind of wind instrument. We don't know what it is because apparently that's not real. (laughs) Hmm. It can be an ocarina, but your t- t- Tiffany is not Clef. It is up to you to decide what you want that to be. Oh. Do you want it to be an ocarina? Then it's an ocarina. Do you want it to be a pipe organ? Then it's a pipe organ. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's an ocarina because that's actually what it is in real life. You're kidding. It doesn't have to be what it is in real life. This is D&D. It's as big as your imagination. I want it to be what it is in real life because... Reason. Okay, then it's an ocarina. Clef is playing. You're carrying around bagpipes. <laughs> carrying around an automaton. Clef is carrying around an automaton, and it is playing the pipe organ. <laughs> and as you stomp the last steps of your dance, suddenly, above you, it seems like it starts to rain. But you're very small. You just caused us another (laughs) The rain comes down and it starts pouring across the bridge and it washes away some of these ants, but it also is slamming into you. Quick, you have to get out of the rain. Great. And it's Clef's turn. Clef, what do you want to do to get you out of the rain and past these ants that are trying not to get swept away in it? Is this Merlin's fire spell all over? No, that was the thunder spell. (laughs) The thunder spell, that's it. Yeah, you caused us problems. (laughs) I don't have very many skills. (laughs) Let me persuade the gods. You you could have asked for basically anything, but you asked for rain, so rain is what you got. Let me persuade the gods into ending the rain. Is that something I can do, or is that not something I can do? Because that would be... Oh, you want to roll a religion check, too? Uh, sure. You don't have persuasion? I do have persuasion. That was the idea, Rich. Oh, she wants a person. You also... You also have... Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you... You have to talk to the gods in order to do that. I don't know. You're pushing it there. Uh, I get where your head is. The skill challenge. I thought you could do anything. Yeah. You can, but there's got to be somebody to talk to. Like, you need to use your religious... Divine persuasion. <laughs> oh, spooky persuasion. Yeah, your your religious background and your connection to a deity. Clef is, doesn't have a connection to a deity. Clef has a connection to his magical instruments that can do anything. Oh, yeah, those, those can do anything. Wait, then I'll just stop the rain myself. Exactly. Just be like, play the- Ooh, no more rain. All right. Uh, what is your spellcasting based on? I think it's charisma. Yes, it's charisma. Roll me a charisma. A 12 plus 3 is a 15. Your charisma is only plus 3? Yes. 
I'm sorry. It should have been higher, I'm sure. Anyway, so it's a 13 plus proficiency because you have proficiency in all of your instruments. So that is a 15. Clef, what does your magical instrument do to keep you out of the rain? You're always fairly small, but this is tiny even for you. I don't know what it does. It just ceases the rain around me. It's just like, oh, hey, you can't be rained on anymore. Look at that. You're cool. Clef, you play the musical notes on your beautiful ocarina that is encrusted with fine musical magical runes. (laughs) And as the note trails off in the air, the rain around you literally (laughs) stops. It's time for you. Floating in the sky, you can just see it stopped there as the three of you head through the rain past the ants and to the other side where the rain is not not raining. It, it was isolated in just that one little spot. In front of you now, there is a huge cobblestone bridge where each cobblestone is like a mountain. Like a mountain? Wow. I didn't think about that. You're only... You're only three inches tall, and this thing is, like, huge. I mean, they wouldn't be, like, mountains, but they're, like, really big boulders. Like, so getting from stone to stone is going to be challenging. It could be... You you can go about crossing it any way you want. It's basically just a bridge, but you're very tiny, so you have to roll something. So how do you go about doing it? Neem, or...? Oh, uh, it is Neem. Is it Neem's turn? It is Neem's turn. We don't have to worry about the ants anymore? Nope, you're past the ants. They are in rain that stopped in midair. It just stopped. I have a javelin I could use as a pole vault. He's going to tremors it. I like it. I like where your head's at. I only have one pole vault, one one javelin I could use as a pole vault. So, uh... Sure. Roll a acrobatics check. Acrobatics? Athletics. Athletics. Roll an athletics check. Oh, it's only a five. Five plus uh, four. That's nine. Neem, you grab a javelin and you pole vault your way up across a couple of these stones. You make it for a couple of them, but as Awen goes to follow your style, I believe she also has some javelins. She makes it past the first couple of jumps, but on the third jump, she falls down into one of the cracks between the... Wait, who, me? Cobblestones. Hmm. Yep. Awen, it's your turn. You were following along behind Neem, using his, uh, a javelin to pole vault like he was, uh, and you went a little bit astray, and you are falling into the crack between the cobblestones. What do you want to do? I'm going to use my whip. Oh, but there's nothing in a cobblestone to hold on to. You have a whip? Ah, there's a there's a... A jutted out piece of something. There's, oh, there's the sides to the bridge. Yes, yes. You could be near one of the the stone, like, guardrails on the bridge, and you could grab onto a piece of the decoration of that. Yes, I'm going to do that with my athletic abilities. Indiana Jones it. Roll your Indiana Jones it style to recover from your unfortunate circumstance. Fourteen. Plus some stuff. Plus four, it seems. Yes, Yes, you're quite athletic. And you get your proficiency, so plus two. So that's a 20. Neem, from your position out front, Eowyn goes flying past using her whip, going from pillar to pillar, 
bouncing off the decoration to zip to the other side of the bridge. Clef, as usual, you are just floating along, not caring because you have wings. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because I have wings, and since you guys don't have wings, that's your problem. But oh no, there's a bird! It's got a big, long beak and beautiful colored feathers, and it seems to be headed straight for you. What are you going to do about it? Uh. It seems, as it opens up its mouth, that it could eat you in one bite. It's a big bird. It's a tropical toucan. Oh, yeah, that's a big bird. Can you I, better come. Can I, got a, I got a javelin here. Can I intimidate the bird? How are you going to try and intimidate the bird? Screeching. Screeching? Yes. That might work. You're just going to screech at it? Like a bigger bird. Okay, you're going to pretend <laughs> You're gonna pretend to be a bigger bird. Give me your best bigger bird impression. <laughs> Maybe an owl. You've got to make yourself big. <laughs> roll, me, roll me a d20 for a intimidation. A screech owl. A 14. 14 plus, uh, what's your intimidation? Plus something. No, technically nothing, because I don't have intimidation. Yeah, but I think you get plus three, right? Because it's a charisma stat? Yes. So your 14 becomes a 17? Mm-hmm. Okay, give me your best scaring a bird away screech one more time. It, it's going to make her ears suffer. I'm good, go. This bird is headed straight towards you, and all of a sudden your wings fly straight out, and your hair stands straight up, and you stick your arms and legs out as big as you can to make yourself as intimidating as possible, and you go, ah! in its face, giving it your best bird screech intimidation, and it veers off course, not wanting anything to do with that nasty thing. Mm. Oh, God, that shot my throat. Wow. Neem. I can cause beast... Sense? What? What is beast sense? Anybody know? What is? What does it say on your thing? You can call cast beast sense. Seems like you could uh, sense a beast in the area. Cast a sense. Cast beast sense. Yep. So I know something is coming. If you if you are after a particular beast that you want to fight or hunt or whatever, you absolutely could use that to track it down. I can also speak to the animals. Hmm. Yes, barbarians are quite attuned to the area that they live in. Okay. So you have some connection with the area that you roam. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Where is Dangerous Primal Path? I'm not sure where that one is. I would have to look it up. I'm looking at the page, but I don't see it. Are you talking to me? Primal Instincts. Are you talking to me? I was looking to see if I couldn't find your thing that you asked a question about. I'm on the page, but I don't remember beast sense being a thing. (laughs) Anyway, I can't have the entire episode be me looking in the darn book. Nope. Neem, you are just coming to the end of the bridge, and you see at the end that there is just past... The bridge stones, and on a small pedestal, there is a button. It's a fairly large button. Uh, it's only about elevated two inches up. It looks kind of like a pressure pad, uh, like you'd step on it and it would fall down. Is it a button that looks like on a piece of clothing? No, it's like a pressure pad. It's a piece of tile. 
It's sticking up out of the dirt of the path that you were on headed towards this bridge. Okay. It's fairly large compared to your three-inch high height. I'm just looking at it. Okay. Do you I'm only, get closer to it? I'm only three inches. Yeah, I'm going to go take a look at it and touch it with a stick or something. As you get closer to it, a yeah. figure with wings, not terribly unlike Clef, appears. And he says, oh, do you be having some trouble now? It's a leprechaun. Oh, great. A leprechaun. My leprechaun. worst enemy. He's got on he's got on a big top hat that flares up at the top. Big orange beard. Oh my god, it is a leprechaun. How about me pot of gold? Do you be trying to get away now without paying for your share? Of crossing the bridge? Of of nectar be stolen by that there beast. And he points at Rain, who ate um. from ate from the pond of of the uh the sweet smelling liquid. Oh. Oh no. And how much would this be costing us? That'd be, well, margining in contamination. I figure that'd be three silver and two copper. I don't well, <sighs> I could take it out of your hide because I have no money. <laughs> None of us have money. Exactly. He flies up a little bit higher to get out of your reach. Well, if that be the case, I guess I could be turning you into an animal. But somebody seems like they might have beat me to it. You're right. I am an animal. <laughs> I don't think he gets it. You should probably be a little bit angry. <laughs> I am going to kick your ass. <laughs> Yo, family friendly, Peachy! You can't say such things. What about your companions? How about those two? Do they happen to have any coin? What could we give in return for this eating the, of the nectar? Do the stupid thing. Huh? You let the stupid bird do the stupid thing. Let the bird do the stupid thing? Yeah, you let the bird do the stupid thing. What does, what does that mean? You let your stupid chocobo do the stupid thing. Well, I'm sorry. Clef and Awen, you both get close enough to this pedestal that you also know what's going on. I'm going to hit the button and see what happens. Great, great. All right, roll me a strength check. <laughs> 11, 15 with all my stuff. Just as Awen and Clef get closer and are about to intervene in the conversation, Neem gets angry. And he tries to swipe at the leprechaun who appeared in the air. And when he misses, he gets angrier. And he jumps up and down on the button. And when he does, he carries enough force that it pushes the button down. And all of a sudden, the three of you are all back to normal size. Oh, wow. Step on the leprechaun! <laughs> Gotta find the leprechaun first. Wow. Clef tries to dive bomb and slam into the leprechaun, and as he does, the leprechaun disappears into a puff of powdery yellow dust. And you hear, now that's not to be very nice. I was just trying to protect me business. Now you be out of here. Get on your way before I get mad and turn you into a pig. <laughs> okay, that was cool. The bridge we just crossed was a full-size bridge, right? Yes, it was a full-size bridge. We were just little people. Okay, good. Yep. Great, great, great. As you get further along the path, 
you run into a group of people that have a cart with them. And they all seem to be afflicted by various ailments. One of them has the nose of a pig. Another one has got a cattail uh, curled around themselves. And the third one has got horse hooves for feet. And they all seem to be bemoaning their situation as you come up upon them. We should have known better! We never should have tried to steal from that Nectar River! You can't get anything past that, that, that hooligan that guards it. I can't believe he's turned my feet into hooves. <laughs> and as, as he turns around and sees Neem, uh, approaching, he's kind of, Oh boy, he got you too! <laughs> uh, what's happened to Neem? <laughs> Nothing happened to Neem. He's always been this way. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. That would appear to be part of the torture. How much did you get? Did you get like a whole barrel full? He only changed my feet. It's your whole bottom half's gone. I don't think anyone understands what's happening. We only got like a cup in our barrel before he caught us and caught us, sent us running out of there. <sighs> Wonder where that nectar comes from, and how come he lets the ants get away with it? Well, it comes from upstream. There's a a, a valley of of flowers that they make that that sweet nectar. Everybody wants it. It's delicious. Did you get to try it? Did you at least get to try it? <laughs> well, I stuck... I mean, he turned you into a half half animal, man. You you, you bet you you better have at least got to try the stuff. Well, Is he like not, a not me. Yes, but... he's always been a centaur. Oh, that's right. He's a. He's not a centaur. He's a fawn or a uh, a. A fawn. Ever. What are they called? Not a fawn. A a satyr. He's a satyr. Mister Tummy. He doesn't look like normal anyway. <laughs> Does anybody tell this man anything? No. Nope. Nope. Don't we, tell him we nothing. We had loads and it was delicious. No, we don't tell him anything. <laughs> well, that's good for you. Just, uh, thankfully it wears off after a while. If you, you wait a couple of weeks and you get far enough away from here, uh, you should get your legs back, mate. <laughs> okay, cool. And you guys just walk past. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And we'll find out how this adventure continues next week on D&D Tonight. I'll ask Wes where in the book the the skills come from, because I've obviously missed something. You know what? I bet it's in backgrounds. I bet it is. Probably in backgrounds. Are you going to play the song now? Well, look, I used religion. It was okay. I mean, Jessica wasn't happy about it, but... Hey, it worked. Skill checks are all about, our skill challenges are all about the kind of character you want to build. What would you do if you were telling the story? If you roll well, you get to describe how you go about solving the problem basically however you want. If you roll poorly, you can go about describing the problem, uh, or solving the problem, or not solving the problem however you want. Well, I miss having some powers, so... I mean, I didn't even... Yeah, but it's also super easy because you just have a big axe. It's all you have to worry about, right? That's true. And a javelin. And a hand axe. So, yeah, there's there's stuff. I could, I could make something out of a tree limb or something as I go along. Yep. It's from the backgrounds. Uh, okay. For next time, you all can look through the background section of the player's handbook. It is page 127 to pick out a background that will give you some additional skill proficiencies. Skill proficiencies. 
to go to blues. Are you going to play the song now? If I can. All right, silence, people. If I, if I can, I mean, if I don't run out of breath in the middle of it. Oh, dude, like... <gasps> to prepare your lungs. You only get the first part. Dang it! You let me drink. A drink. Of alcohol. <laughs> I'm boozed up. Not really fair, listeners. She had water, so she has to go pee Actually, now. Actually, no. Milkshake and lemonade. Oh, she had milkshake and lemonade. She's done. <laughs>